I think notes are cheating. I don't. I think it should be all in your head. It should be like that thing with the guy. That guy was there. I yeah. did think that like halfway through. I was like, man, after I wrote like four things, I'm like, I'm, I can't commit to this for <laughs> an hour and a half. So I just wrote down bullet points. That's what I do. That's all I do. And you're like freaks and or geeks. Yeah. <laughs> one of that that's, one. That's the way we have to decide by the end of this episode. Oh. Do you consider yourself a freak or a geek? In high school? Yeah. I don't know. I think I was more, I wasn't a geek in high school. I was a jock. <coughs> she was a jock. You were beating soccer. up all the geeks? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was busy Phillips. No, I was just like trying to be anonymous, mm. but I was also a jock. I think mm. we should post. Look at you now. <laughs> I think we should post pictures of us in high school yeah, on the Instagram. Yeah. Good social media. Yeah. Good social like, media. Too. Check out the Instagrams.com for. <laughs> oh, I, I bought Instagram.com. Oh, congratulations. Oh, wow. so, How much was it? Just like seven billion. Seven billion. <laughs> Welcome to TV Wars and New Trope, a weekly podcast where we overanalyze TV cliches and the shows that use them. I'm Asha Michelle Wilson. Mavery Williams. Scott Pauly. And this is our final week of Teen History Month, which... Is has, it? Yeah, it's oh. been a month. It's what? the end of May. <laughs> how does that work? How do the months work? How many months? How many, how many weeks in a month? 16 weeks of a month? Mm-hmm. So it's week four, and to wrap up the month, we're doing uncool teenagers. I feel like that's the best way to put it. And I'm just going to go right in for a guest this week. We're really excited about it. Uh, you may know him as the podcast producer for UCB, director for Being Well Industries, or you may recognize him from the subliminal messages he edits into our podcast. It's Cody Ziegler. We'll put in some like air horn. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me on, guys. It's so weird. I haven't I edited like the past 20 episodes, and now I'm actually on the one. We hadn't actually met each yeah, other until true. today. We only know each other through email and through, Vimo. Yeah. Through liking each other's Vimo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like, how can I just like change it up a bit with my yeah. Vimo like, title? <laughs> Ep19. <laughs> Exclamation point. I'll do like emojis of like the sound emoji and a cloud yeah. or like... You know, a microphone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of thought put into my Venmos. <laughs> <laughs> so you kind of know the setup. You know how things yeah. work around here. Yeah. So what TV are you watching right now? Uh, I just started watching second season of Master of None. Really good. Uh, that first episode. Have you guys? I'm sure you I guys haven't seen it. the second season. Oh, okay. yet. I'm uh, dying. The I've first only, episode's great. Yeah, yeah it's I've really only made it past the first episode, but it was so like. It was so good that I actually shut off my Netflix after I watched it. And I was like, Aziz should be doing this. Like, he should not be making, like, high-quality stuff like this. I feel like him and um, Donald Glover are sort of cut mm. from the same, like, artistic yeah. cloth where they can do, like, oh, they're, like, the funny brown guys, but also, like, they're actually, like, really competent creators and directors. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Are you a big fan of, like, Italian cinema from the 60s kind of thing? Um, I think maybe just like peripherally just because I went to film school so yeah. like I appreciate oh, those too. things like I appreciate like oh this is the bicycle thief yeah mm-hmm. you know, like the first shot you see yeah. yeah totally I was like oh this disease just making an Italian like yeah. new way film That's the so woman awesome. looks a lot like Nat- like an Italian <clears throat> Natalie Wood sort yeah. of and she's just like beautiful <laughs> and like the little charismatic kid yeah it was yeah. great and, like, cinema paradiso yeah it was great it's not to spoil all these things for you maybe <laughs> I mean I, I don't even need to watch it <laughs> Thanks, guys. I'll go right into episode two. There you go. Oh, and I've been watching the new Voltron on Netflix. There's a new Voltron? 
the, is it an animated show? Animated show, yeah. They just, just dropped the second season at the beginning of the year, but I've been so behind because of work and stuff. But I just there's a lot of TV it. out there, yeah, man. It's so good. So is it for kids or is it like a adult animated or what is it? I think it's kind of like Avatar, like uh, the, the the next era, the new Airbender or whatever, where mm-hmm. it's like geared towards like probably 15, 16 year olds, but yeah. it's all made by people that are our age that are just huge fans of that show. Right. That's cool. Well, a lot of shows are wrapping up. It's, you know, end of May. This is when. What? Is it end of May? <laughs> a month? It's been 16 weeks of May yet? <laughs> you get the groundhog and then he looks at the month and he's like, there's still 16 more weeks. It extends it out. <laughs> That's how that works. So I thought maybe just to kind of say for the year long shows or the kind of network, not necessarily Netflix shows, if we have a favorite of the past year. Oh. I, my favorite finale was Scandal. Holy <laughs> shit. Two hour finale rocked my world. It could have been the series finale if they needed it to be. Yeah. It was sick. She really liked it. It was really good. I watched pieces of it. Olivia Pope gives no fucks. Oh. It's amazing. They're oh. doing one more season, is that right? Yeah, they're going to do one more, which is going to be fun. Yeah. Scott? It's smart to end a thing before like people get sick of it, you know, to be like, no, like relationships. Yeah. yeah. Like relationships. Exactly. Yeah. Like your life. You know like what I mean? Out, I know. <laughs> no, um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of network shows or like FX, HBO stuff. Yeah. Uh, HBO is a little different because they kind of, yeah, you know. it's a tough thing. I'm trying to think. I mean, We've talked a lot about Riverdale and Superstore on the podcast. Both of those finales were awesome. Both of them are great. Or, and like the shows overall, just yeah. for the past. And I know it's hard when there are FX shows that came out like last year. <coughs> yeah. Like Atlanta and Better Things were both really good. Yeah. Were they, yeah, they were last year. Yeah. I'm like a few episodes behind on the Americans that I've never been more disappointed with myself. <laughs> <laughs> I just, like, You're I'm, not a real American now. <laughs> I'm not. Nope. Not a real That's Russian. one where they're like Russian agents, right? Yeah. 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 It's so relevant again, somehow. <laughs> Who knew right. the 80s would come back in that way? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, okay. The two shows that we picked, I picked My Soul Called Life, the pilot, season one, episode one. It aired August 25th, 1994, and you can tell yeah. <laughs> that it was 1994. Yeah. This was the 90s? <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I did Freaks and Geeks. I did the pilot and it aired September 25th, 1999. And you can tell. (laughs) Even though it's in the 80s. (laughs) So, Zig, you know the deal. Yeah. Quick synopsis. Uh, I can't remember. Did I do both shows or just one show? Both shows. Okay. (laughs) First one, man, it was uh, Claire Danes is very angsty. Yeah. uh, And she just gives her parents, her mother particularly, so much shit. Because she wants to go out to a party and like live this new life um, and sort of like, I guess, reinvent herself for high school. Mm. Read my synopsis for the first one. Second one, uh, it was, I don't think there was a clear, like, there was a clear, like, A story, which is like uh, Sam the Kid. Like, it's really more like a, um, like an ensemble piece about these, yeah. these freaks and geeks that are sort of like navigating their way through high school and like all the different cliques and, and, and cliches and stuff. But I think the, the main story would be Sam sort of uh, getting bullied and learning to stand up for himself uh, through the power of actually his friends as they take <laughs> the bullet for him. Yeah. And that's, that's my, was that a quick enough synopsis? It was for amazing. Okay, cool. It was amazing. Do you have one you want to start with talking about? Uh, I, I think, I see, I will, let's do, let's do uh, the Claire Danes one because okay. it was so powerfully 90s. <laughs> Incredibly <laughs> yeah. 90s. And I think it's funny that you said reinvent themselves because both of these shows had that element to yeah, it yeah, for yeah. sure. So 
for my soul called life starring claire danes a young claire danes young jared leto she hasn't aged like since then i don't think she's well she was 13 when she was <coughs> cast in this what? oh wow she was 13 and so wait what? she's 13 in this she was 13 she's originally i know originally alicia silverstone was cast in this part pre-clueless and she didn't and she ended they ended up recasting her because they thought she was too pretty Oh, I would love to be the person cast after someone was <laughs> I know. recast for being too pretty. They were just they were just too attractive. It was we needed someone. But you're perfect. Yeah. She, I think she's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, she but she very much looks like an awkward teenager, like her haircut and she's her no makeup. So pale you can barely see her sometimes. <laughs> yeah. It's insane. And so Claire Danes was 13 and she still had to go to school. So that's why they ended up making the parents role bigger in the script mm. because she couldn't film all the time because she was She had to go to class. A baby, yeah. And Jared Leto almost didn't take the role because he wanted to go to art school. How old was Jared Leto in this? I think he was like 19, maybe. That's he creepy. Was that like, maybe not. Maybe not. He seemed like. Uh, I kind of pulled that out of my ass. That might not be true. He seemed like someone was like, he seemed like he, seemed like he was playing a part written for a sketch. He was so <laughs> on the nose. Like that last shot when he's like looking down like. I gotta go. <laughs> I think he's like s- stupid. He's like, it doesn't he's feel like a Friday. And she's like, it's not. <laughs> that was what, yeah, that's the, I honestly the was like, is he yeah. stupid? I think it he's is? supposed to be stupid, but then she doesn't back. know. I think that's the idea is that yeah. she's, she thinks he's brooding. Like that's the thing is the audience can tell that he's stupid because he's like been held back and he's yeah. like stoned. Like his, his eyes hurt. It means he's stoned all yeah. the time. And yeah. so that's the idea. I think it's like the audience can tell. But when you're that age, you're like, oh my God, this he's guy's so, so cool. I think that's the weird thing though, because... Because when I first watched this, I was, I mean, I wasn't 13 in 1994, but I watched it when I was 13, like 12 or 13. And so a lot of the, it almost seems like satire, the way that she's like, he's so beautiful. I want him to say he's so beautiful or you're so beautiful. It hurts to look at you. He's so whatever. Mm -hmm. And I didn't get that he was stoned. I genuinely thought he was just tired. And I was like, (laughs) he is so dreamy. It does hurt to look at things. It literally hurts. And so it was, it's a weird thing watching it now because now you're like, oh my God, this girl is just like. So oblivious. But the same thing of like anytime you watch something that you watched when you were a kid and you're on the kid's side and yeah. like now yeah. I'm on the parents' side, I'm like, yeah. get your shit together, girl. Yeah. Like she's over dramatic about everything. everything. Yeah. But then when you're a teenager, you kind of get that. It's she's like, like, I don't want to eat a well balanced <laughs> meal. It'll make my mom too happy. <laughs> oh, oh, that's horrible that you make your mom happy by eating healthy. <laughs> also, the show starts really interestingly. It's it feels so Nirvana. Like I, last week we talked about yeah. was it last week was Saved by the Bell or two yeah. weeks ago we talked about how Nirvana really or that sort of style really impacted television. Looking from Saved by the Bell to yeah. Boy Meets World, and when you look at this set right <gasps> in the midst of Nirvana, it just she looks like Kurt Cobain. Yeah, She's yeah. just yeah. like him. <laughs> She's the like the plaid tied around her waist and the yeah. red hair was a thing. Yeah. Kurt Cobain dyed his hair red like yeah. that. Yeah. And so then they're clearly doing that. And so, yeah. but it starts in this peep show kind of way where it's like a perspective of people that her and Rayanne are asking for money from. Yeah. And I'm like, what a weird way to start a pilot. I thought they were in England for a second because they have like that. <laughs> yeah. Red, like, 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 yeah. It's like, oh, is this a traveling show? And they're in like, <laughs> Europe? This is crazy. My so-called traveling life. <laughs> yeah. And it was, it was kind of weird because <sighs> you couldn't really start a show like that now just of like, because they don't really give you insight to the characters. I also thought it was interesting that it starts with her kind of already being friends with Ram yeah. and Ricky as opposed to, and it's a new friendship as opposed to her, you know, 
becoming friends with them like they did in, my, in Freaks and Geeks. Mm-hmm. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, they, they hit the ground running on this show. Like, the first shot is with this person, and then, like, 10 minutes in, you're like, oh, so she dumped her ex-friend to get with this person? Right, yeah. <clears throat> and also, they had some, like, really clean camera movements in this show. Like, I think it was this one where they come into the, to the lunchroom, and, like, there's, like, a huge crane up, and you see the entire yeah. thing. You're like, wait a minute, why are they putting this much thought into this... Like teen drama in like 95. Yeah, I feel like they were doing a lot of experimental shots because you could yeah. do that then. Yeah. There were a lot of, they had like interesting first person shots sometimes and then like interesting transitions into things. The it was like weird. Transition at the beginning where it's like, it's just her with like darkness around her and then yeah. it like comes in, she comes in. It's yeah. like, that and was that's, amazing. That sweater shot where she like puts her head yeah. in her sweater. That was yeah. really cool. Yeah. And you're like, that was like weird Michelle Gondry or something. Yeah. Like a weird, yeah, you would but not it see works. that. Yeah. It was like, yeah, it was interesting. You wouldn't see that on a teen drama now. No. Like, no, well, you wouldn't see like Riverdale agents <laughs> like Jughead mm. through his hat. <laughs> yeah, maybe though. I'm looking at my notes, and one of my notes uh, just says Brian transition was rad. And I think that was the one where he was answering questions in all the different oh, yeah. classes, and that was the oh, transition, yeah. the montage they used. Yeah, oh, yeah, that was cool to like show that. Because at first I was like, "That's incorrect." Like about <laughs> yeah. the way he answered, I was like, "That's not the, what." It took me a second. And to then they like come back, and yeah. I'm like, oh, "Okay, okay." And that I would do, be funny, like a kid who always wanted to answer all the questions, but they're always wrong. <laughs> yeah. Just always raising his hand. Doesn't even know what class he's in. 1954. <laughs> this is math class. Yeah. I do. I think for this kind of teen show, it's like one minute in, and she's already talking about boys. Like barely a minute in, she's like passing boys in the hallway and like staring at them. Yeah, I like the first boy that she saw, and then he's like not a thing. Not I was like, ooh, is he someone? But this really, with the voiceover of the show, you really do get, like, an insight into Angela Chase. I liked the voiceover. Yeah. <clears throat> and is this based off anything, like a book or anything like No. That? It's just, it was written by, oh, I don't remember her name. It's Winnie something. Like, Winnie. The Pooh? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh. She got stuck French. in the tree and she had to write something. And I do, I wrote down the line because I loved it so much. School is a bad, well, oh, I fucked it up. I cut the show off. We're I done. know. Zig, you gotta fix it. Yeah, I'll edit this. <laughs> no, we'll leave it all in. <laughs> School is a battlefield for your heart. Well, I don't even know what that means, I but, yeah. I do, means. but I do. Yeah, that's if, if that took place in 2001, that would be like her MySpace. Like, yeah. MySpace is a battlefield <laughs> yeah. for your heart. For your heart. Yeah. I knew the first. I was like, when it started, I was like, am I, am I into this show? And then when the mom comes in after she dyes her hair and said yeah. that your hair died of natural causes, I was like, yep. this sh- I'm, I'm so in. <laughs> like, it was it's not so a bad joke. That's yeah. not a bad really joke. good joke. I thought the show was really well written. Yeah, it's not as outrightly funny as I think Freaks and Geeks is, mm. but the way it kind of handles teen angst, I think is interesting. Like you have the scene with her and her like family at their first like dinner Thing. That's the first time they've had dinner together <laughs> ever. <laughs> I love how the little, little sister like keeps saying things that are, and no one's listening. <laughs> no one gives a shit. She I could literally- be like, I'm going to jump in front of a bus and they would just keep talking. <laughs> I literally have little sister, no one cares about you written down. <laughs> she's so annoying. She's so annoying. I love how she like is in the room like helping her find something and then she's like, I found it. And she's like, get out of my room. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, one of my, f- my f- one of the first notes I wrote was, uh, what was the best friend's name? Ray Ann Graff, love of my life. Yeah, Ray, I, Ray the guy like Drake, the fake Drake. That's the only. <laughs> that was Ricky. Ricky. Ricky yeah, Ricky, yeah, I put down fake Ricky has a nice hair and shirt, and I, I was really surprised by like how sort of progressive like a '95 totally. show is. Like they had like one like a like a, a, a gay 
Latino black dude like yeah. as a best friend and they call out like, oh, what is bi? Yeah. What is bi, bi? I mean, like they had that whole exchange. You're like, yeah. oh, this is like weirdly progressive, really progressive, like a 95. Like, yeah. The show in general was really progressive. It tackled a lot of like important teen issues mm-hmm. and quotations. But they have like a couple episodes dedicated to like Ricky kind of like, I think he kind of like don't spoil says he, well, okay. You can't. It's been on for how many years? <laughs> like, five years. But I'm just now discovering it and I'm very excited. Just a lot of yeah, character can... specific episodes yeah. kind of about cool. coming to terms with being a teenager. But I have a question. Did anyone else feel like her relationship with her dad was super fucking weird? Yes. Super fucking weird. I have. He, like, weird scene when she gets out of the bath. Yes. Okay, is it because the girl that he's talking to out of the car, she's a redhead? So after she dyes her hair red, now he's a little confused. That's gross still. Yeah. Because it is she's gross. Because like, yeah. she's like, my dad and I used to be close until my boobs came between us. And I was like, what? Literally between you? Like, what? <laughs> and then later, he's like in bed. The dad's in bed with mom and is like, you got to tell Angela not to walk around in a towel like that. And I'm like, what the yeah. fuck? Yeah. No, what that's your daughter. Like, yeah. what? It was gross. gross. They had a lot of chemistry, like in a, that <laughs> kitchen scene. Yeah. He was like, Your mom won't be home for a while. And I was like, well, What is going <laughs> <laughs> I was terrified. I didn't understand. I was like, Is there an element to the show that I'm forgetting? Like, was there like some weird incest stuff yeah. happening? I mean, I think they were trying to push that they were close. And then when she sees like the right. betrayal, like, right, it's a big realize deal. that her mom is really but the they one. They did. I don't know if it's because Claire Danes is a really good actor or if that the actor playing the dad is just a little bit creepy, but that kitchen scene, they like, they were filming it. Like they had chemistry. Like if she yeah. had been 10 years older, it would have been like a rom-com like moment of like Folgers oh, commercial. Here's the onions or like whatever. It was gross. It was weird. I was grossed out when he was just like fumbling about with all this stuff. Like who turned the lights on? And then he just like sees her and he's like, I can't even oh. hold things anymore. Like what the fuck is that? Oh, it, it was, was terrifying. Okay, I'm glad that wasn't just. Yeah, yeah, that was an awkward moment when I remember. I remember I was like taking a note and I saw her in a towel. I was like, man, they're really holding on this shot for like. <laughs> I think she's like 12. Like, why are they holding on this shot for so long? <laughs> it was. It was an interesting. Is that the guy? Is he in Sex in the City? Maybe. Is he like one of the husbands that they never talk about? I think he's like maybe a date of the week or something. Maybe that would make sense. He has that look to him. <laughs> yeah. You know, that like nineties. Like, yeah. 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 Season three, episode seven. He was, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> he was the one that only liked having sex in the pool or whatever. Yeah. whatever the, he had to call, you had to call him dad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Call me daddy. <laughs> oh, Can so you gross. dye your hair red for me? <laughs> so gross. So I just want to have a second to talk about Ryan because I love her. And when I was a teenager, I thought she was the coolest person She's ever. a mess. She is a total fucking mess. <clears throat> she's, they're like 14 and she's just like getting drunk from like. She got so drunk and then she almost got like attacked. Yeah. Well, she did get attacked. Yeah. I do, this is kind of skipping ahead, but I do love the scene that they're like waiting for Tino. I don't know who the fuck Tino is. I don't think he exists. He doesn't exist. Oh, wait. Well, Scott had a theory that Brian was just in Angela's head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure he was. He would just like the little friend, the guy, the, like the curly the hair curly friend. Hair guy. He would just like oh. kind of come around and just like knock her down. She'd be, he'd be like, nobody likes you. And she'd be like, I don't know, don't go away, Brian. And I feel like it was just like somebody that was like the devil on her shoulder or something. The neighbor friend? Yeah. But I like them together. Oh, no. He's what? too. What? Oh, just keep watching. <laughs> oh, okay. That dude is clearly like, they always do that, where there's like the friend one, and then the there's like the guy she really likes, yeah. which is the dude. Hang out this tree and read a book. <laughs> <I know. laughs> in yeah. the middle of the in night. In the night, yeah. you can't see. 
idiot. Because he's not real. Because he's a Cheshire cat. Because he's not a real person. Obviously. <laughs> when you said when she was going to the nightclub or whatever, you were like, saying, "They're all gonna laugh at you." Just like, was, he was like so. <laughs> Carrie's mom. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so they're at the nightclub thing trying to get in, and these two guys, and they're like. Okay, I think they're supposed to be in like their 20s, but because I'm in my 20s, I'm like, you're 45 years old. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> they're creepy. They have families at home. <laughs> yeah. And their friend is like, come on, man, they're too young. They're too young. Come on. And I'm like, they are too young. Listen to your friend. Yeah. yeah. Also wearing all black. Because <laughs> yeah, they're evil. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, Rand's like a mess, and but she's great. She has great lines. She's a good actor. Yeah. She's good. Yeah. I, yeah, I was surprised at like how good the child actors are in this show. Yeah. Fun fact, the actress who plays Rayanne is named like AJ something. She is now a countess because she married a count oh, in nice. England. And so they're just rich. But you said accountant. An accountant. I was like, that's not exactly. <laughs> that's kind of sad. For Langer and Hershowitz. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Mm. Crazy. So... I have written who is Tino like 50 times. I don't think he's a real person. And Tino's is We never meet Tino, right? No. It's always just like. I think he's supposed to be kind of like the, you know. But it is a high school thing where it's like, he's going to come, but like he's going to get there like 11 and they're there like seven, like ready to go to the club. (laughs) I kept thinking about like how how bad it had to be not to have cell phones back then. Yeah. That you can't check on it. I didn't even think about that. Are you still coming? Yeah. Because they were panning down when they were sitting in the alleyway and they were like, Tina, where are you? And I thought they were calling him yeah. for a second and then it panned down and she was just like complaining because yeah. <laughs> I realized they don't have phones. I, I don't know. If the, I can't remember if they're skipping ahead or not, but can we talk about that high school party? With the full With, band? Yeah, the full oh, band. That, that and, party was crazy. And the guy on the light rig? Yeah. <laughs> was I was like, who's funding this? Yeah. What kind of a budget are they? Not, <laughs> they they, they got a guy this. from the union to come down and do a light rig for this. <laughs> and then... Jordan Catalano's friends are like, this place bites. Let's get out of here. And I'm like, that's the coolest party I've ever seen. It's amazing. Where are they going to go? That's cooler than this. Also, it's a Thursday night, so everyone that lives around them has got to be so mad. Yeah. Because then there's this, like, spotlight coming into their house every 10 seconds. like, Project X. I looked looked at that scene, like, two or three times. He was just going, like, left to right. (laughs) So, like, he was just shining, like, on the crowd. And also, my favorite, one of my favorite juxtapositions is going inside and just seeing... uh, Moody, moody, moody dude. Yeah. Like just watching a TV show and like he couldn't be more like he couldn't be more unflinching when Claire Danes came in. He <laughs> just and, like didn't even yeah. move. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's just Jared Leto was just on set that day doing that and they're like, You're great, <laughs> just keep doing that. I do think the moment after she couldn't go through that other door and she sat down and it was silent. I think that's the longest silence <coughs> on any TV show. Yeah. We were talking about it. It was like there's, so long. There's a lot of pauses in this show and just in the way because a lot of people say the biggest praise the show got was that it felt so close to real life Mm -hmm. and I really think that is true in a lot of ways because there are a lot of pauses and a lot of kind of that you don't see even on Freaks and Geeks which is technically set in the 80s but was you know five years after this it's like a lot quicker yeah it's a little more heightened yeah and so this just was so like you're like lived in and you're like yeah. you know it was like it felt like David Lynch sometimes where they just would kind of look at each other for a few <laughs> seconds and then kind of look away at something there yeah. were so many like when she was staring at her ex-best friend in the hallway for like yeah. so long there was so many like back and forth and I was like oh my god just like look away <coughs> a lot happens in this episode yeah but also I don't love how she, okay she tripped over nothing into mud at the party you don't know like it could have been like a foot okay she tripped yeah. into mud at the party and then she goes inside to clean it off and then 
doesn't clean it off and sits next to like her biggest crush. And I'm like, I don't buy that. Yeah, she would not. She would see her crush and would like walk right up. And the door. would like just like clean her face and be like, do I look OK? And then go back in. I don't even know if she would go back in. I feel like she would be too. I think she would. As nervous. a teenage girl who had plenty of crushes that looked a lot like if you were covered Colorado, in mud, though, would you go in and talk to your I crush? I would make sure my face was OK. And then you have like a funny story and you're like crazy out there. Yeah. The mud. I was walking and I tripped over the lighting guy's cable. So <laughs> <laughs> the you can tape him down. <laughs> yeah. Amateur hour. <laughs> can we talk about that sort of did anyone else find the recurring theme of the Anne Frank diary really unsettling yeah. it's a weird thing to reference yeah for that. it was she was like I really like Anne Frank <laughs> and I was like what <clears throat> I did when we were watching it Scott was kind of saying is it supposed to be like a metaphor for her life but they didn't really draw a lot of yeah. parallels because it's her diary but that's like a really awkward metaphor yeah. like that's a totally my, different my friend thing. like the, the most genuine reaction was when the cop at the end and she's like it felt like she was free and he was just like what? Get out of my car. Get out of my car. Yeah. Yeah. I have to go to like a police. Yeah. yeah. I do think it is a metaphor for like she's felt locked up inside of herself for years <clears throat> and finally she's like But they don't really dig into that much. Like they have her old best friend and you see the juxtaposition of her old best friend and her new best friends. So is her old best friend Hitler? <laughs> yes, Anne Frank's old best friend was Hitler. <laughs> no, then the show is her old best friend. Oh, I see. I was joking, but I see. <laughs> You think I think that Anne Frank was a falling out of best friends? Yes, but that's what calls. That's what World War II was about. And why won't you call me anymore? <laughs> but I think there were there are better books they could have used to yeah. kind of talk about teen yeah, angst. But or whatever. I get that there aren't a lot of like classic literature that's, that's about like teenagers teen angst. and about like because okay, I can kind of see it how Anne. Frank, the Diary of Anne Frank is like, you know, it's about the war and stuff, but it's really about this girl who just has this crush on this guy. But school is a battlefield. <laughs> war is a battlefield. But yeah, and so I kind of can see the thing yeah, of but like... that's not the, the whole actual thing of what Diary of Anne Frank is about. It's weird to like just kind of disregard I, that and be like, think, this is not... Yeah, yeah that's... But it. I get how, because her life, there's a lot going on, but she's oblivious to it and it's just like about this boy. Not that Anne Frank was oblivious. I think that the writer probably grew up and like really connected with Anne Frank, and then she was like, "I'm going to put this into a yeah. show." That's what it, it felt, felt like. That. It yeah. felt like, "Oh, this is this one's for me." Yeah, <laughs> I feel like she just couldn't think of any other books that had like a female teen protagonist. I can't think. Didn't of they one. have like Judy Bloom? That wasn't really a thing, and that wasn't really? like classic literature. You wouldn't be you reading wouldn't be, Judy yeah. Bloom in high school. I don't know. But <laughs> the screenplay to Aliens, maybe. <laughs> Because, okay, like you mentioned, Scott, Jordan Catalano at the party, it felt very like Great Gatsby. Yeah, that's exactly like well, the like thing is at a like party and he's alone. He's like alone in the party. He's yeah. too cool for the party. And, but, you know, the Anne Frank runner was kind of, it was unsettling. Yeah. It's kind of like you can't really say Anne Frank without the air kind of getting sucked out of the yeah, room. Yeah, there's like, a lot oh. attached to that. <laughs> But the cop was cool. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, don't worry. I'm not arresting you. Yeah. I was like, wow. Hey, I'm going to give you this tree boy. Cops have gone yeah. downhill since my so-called life. Yeah. Like he left that. He left her best friend out stumbling to her house. And then she. Why did she just, go in? I was wondering the same thing. I, it really frustrated me how I was like, take why doesn't she inside. take your friend inside? You don't have to worry about the cop like walking you, whatever. Yeah. But then you didn't have the great scene with her crying into her mother's arms, I guess. She could have taken a friend inside, then come back out and yeah. gotten in the cop car. He's got a busy. He's got a busy night ahead of him. Yeah, I'm gonna pass you off to this boy I just found in a tree. <laughs> the flashlight here. 
It was a little patronizing to be like, here, you take care of her. Yeah. It was a weird scene. I also didn't like, it felt a little weird that the cop didn't ask her if he was her friend. He was like, is this your friend? That's what I mean. I've been like, ask me if he's my friend. Yeah. Like, Because he was like, you need to take care of this girl. And she it did was, need to be taken care of. <laughs> She's kind of a mess. But he's in a tree. He's some weirdo lurking in a tree. And they're like, yeah, you should be yeah. in charge here. You're an authority figure. Yeah. I, I like before she leaves for the party when the little sister is like, look at me, look at me. And then it just pans back to her doing like a handstand. <laughs> and the dad is like, I fucking hate you. <laughs> I think he does hate his youngest daughter. <laughs> he wants to fuck his oldest daughter. Oh, <laughs> and then he hates, because she's not old enough oh, yet. Yeah. <laughs> but his other daughter is. <laughs> um, oh, the scene when she's going into the cop car, <laughs> when Jordan's like, hey, I know that girl. And yeah, it looked like it, a fake. It, it looked like like, a, like, a, like they just used like B-roll from something else. It like, felt like a Mentos commercial yeah. where it's like you could put the Mentos and she's like getting into the cab and she's like, oh, oh she's cool now. I yeah. kind of did like that. They like legitimized her getting in the, like getting That's arrested. The cop car, yeah. They had an inside joke later. Right. I'm really upset at myself that I didn't get that he was stoned when I first watched this. <laughs> he stoned the whole time, right? Yeah. Like he just like, can't yeah. even function. Yeah. That's why like and why he's staring at drops into yeah. his eyes and. Closing his eyes. That's how I feel when I watch Friends episodes and they make like sex jokes. And I'm like, how did I? Why was I probably just laughed because like I was told to laugh because yeah. of the laugh track. And now I watch it and I'm like, God damn it. Yeah, it's it's really interesting because I don't know if I've watched this since I was a teenager. And it is just it really did like nail on the head what it's like to have a crush when you're like 13, 14. I feel like if you're that type of girl, which I was yeah, just kind of very, you know, overanalyzing every little thing like the way she is towards the end when she has the conversation with Jordan and he kind of like it's like a two second conversation then he's like gotta go and then like whisks away <laughs> into the night where does he have to go <laughs> Nowhere. he has to go to class like where's he gotta go I gotta go be, I gotta go be moody somewhere else <laughs> <laughs> gotta be moody, moody by the soccer field <laughs> in like five minutes time. Did but, you guys think that he looked like Zac Efron too? Like, I feel like it's like the same type always. It's like the same always like the thing. Yeah. And I'm sure there's like guys in the 50s that look like that too. It's like a thing where there's like... It's also weird that he still looks the exact same now as he did back then. I thought he looked then. the same too. Yeah. So he... I think of him as being younger than Claire Danes like now. But he's older than her there. Yeah. He's older like, than her. Is he? Claire Danes is pretty young. Hmm. She, she was 13 in 1994. Then she's like 30. Six, thirty-seven. Yeah. Maybe uh, she seems older on like Homeland. Yeah, <clears throat> but that big smile on her face after he walks away is just like. See, I didn't think of that as being about him. As more of she's like finally knows herself more. No, because she was smiling before she saw him. Yeah, but like that conversation is the thing that she's like, oh, this like cements it. Like you know what I mean? Her. Yeah, you gotta keep well, yeah. watching. <laughs> but I do think that like that whole bit was like nice to see her like finally like okay with herself a little bit. Yeah. She's like walking down the hallway and then her friends yeah. show up and she's just like... Yeah, it felt yeah, very yeah, like... totally. I get that. I, I thought they were going to freeze frame. Like, we did it, guys. I and said they did slow motion. Yeah. Like, I thought like, they were going to do a slow motion. Like, <laughs> like, they just did the frame by frame slow motion. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How many episodes were in the show total? 19. 19. Yeah. Wow. It's a lot of angst. Yeah. Wow. yeah, but they were really smart about it because I think MTV bought the rights to it and then just aired reruns. Like, in the way that I think everyone who was that age kind of saw it sort of and thought it was new or something and was like this is me and then like the next class was like this is me because <laughs> yeah I didn't know it came out in 1994 because that's a while ago yeah 
Oh, I also have written in the parents scene, they were talking about Chelsea Clinton, which I liked. That was funny. Yeah. She has no, she's the new Anne Frank. She yeah. has no, <laughs> she's locked up in that house. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> when they're talking about the theme for the yearbook, which is like a big deal. And by the end of it, it ends up being a millennium, which I'm like, you're 2000. Like that's yeah. six years away. Yeah. I understand. But when he was like, do you know what we picked for the theme? I was like, if it's Anne Frank, I'm going <laughs> to barf. That's um, funny. Yeah. Oh, and I like that at the end, Rand says, we had a time. I love that phrasing. Yeah. That line time. stuck out to me. He's like, no one says that, right? <laughs> I know, but I loved it. But she's cool. She's like making phrases. Oh yeah, we had a time. Yeah, yeah, we had. Yeah, yeah we had she was really stoked about getting drunk and, <laughs> and getting assaulted. sexually assaulted, yeah. and then put into a cop car. Drunk. Yeah, that really stuck out to me. It's like you had like an objectively a bad time. <laughs> <laughs> like objectively, things did not turn out well. We had a time. Oh, and her old friend is a bitch when she's <clears> like. <throat> Your hair, I hate it. I didn't think she was a bitch. Really, I did. She, des- she everything she said made like was deserved. I guess I feel like in high school because you're still figuring yourself out, and like the trope is uncool teenagers, and it's like she doesn't necessarily. She's not like the coolest kid in school by the end of this or anything. By far, she's still like hanging out with like the kind of outcasts. But I feel like you're trying to figure yourself out in high school, and it's shitty for her friend to kind of just be like. I don't know. She came over to get her book from her house and she didn't say anything to her while she was stood there. And like, it was, she was, she was mean. You outgrow people, <coughs> man. In yeah, high but, school. But she just like stopped talking to her. That's rude. Mm. What was she adding to her life? I don't know. I don't know why I'm standing up for her friend so much, <laughs> but I thought her friend was fine. Okay. I didn't like her. She did seem like a sourpuss. She was very like, <laughs> she looked like how her. dare you have a fun time. <laughs> yeah. Her and R- Ran. Yeah. Ran. 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 Ray Ann. Ray Ann. Her and Ray Ann looked Just similar. Like a crayon thing. I don't think they look similar but at all. But she looked like a cooler version of her. But I thought they looked very, like at one point I thought it was her. And I was like, when did she put on like a polo shirt? Scott said that the friend looked like a mom. Like yeah, she looked, looked like her like, mom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's like why her mom would want her to be friends with her. Yeah, makes sense. Mm. Yeah, makes sense. I was always I was always killed with the parents in school. Like as a teenager, like <laughs> me too. parents, kid, like all my friends' parents loved me. They're me like, too. you're a good influence. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> little do you know. Yeah. I did a thumbs up for right. the listeners. Yeah. I think we didn't really talk about the mom and the dad stuff. Angela, I guess, finds out that her dad is like cheating on her mom. It's not guaranteed but he's arguing with some redheaded woman on the street that is a dumb idea he should go somewhere else like he went one street over (laughs) (laughs) this will work (coughs) but uh, yeah the mom and the dad kind of have a lot of scenes in this and it's what you were saying before maybe about how as you get older you start kind of connecting with the parents more i didn't connect with the parents in this oh i did really she was a mess and she needed to learn to be a nice person i think i think the show could definitely be one of the shows we watch it with your children and like your children to identify with Claire Danes and then you identify like you're treating your parents really bad. Yeah. Like I'm going to go stay over at Stacy's house. Does she have a name? No. And then she stormed out. I was like, why are you being so, why are you being so extra right now? Like, we just want you to have a good life. Yeah. Yeah. I do get that. They were, I think they just made the mom so like mom. Yeah. Was she? I thought she was yeah. fine. I thought she was just so like, but she was aware of it too. She was like, listen to me. I'm doing this. I never thought I'd be saying these things. 
but I don't know. I think King shows now they don't really have like actual scenes with the parents. Not stuff. true. Do they? Yeah. they do. Yeah. Do they? Gossip Girl did it. The OC did it. Remember? It was like. Do they Peter really like, focus on them though? I feel like it's so we hard. That of the OC I know, but it's like, like it's so different because he's like that's like a murder mystery or whatever, as opposed <laughs> to just like you know parents talking and like being like talking about bills or whatever. You know? Yeah, I did watch or I read some review or something of My Soul Called Life. They were like reviewing old shows and they were saying that this one is kind of singular in the sense that it's not really talk it's not really viewing being a teenager through the lens of nostalgia and the way that the wonder years or even freaks and geeks does and it's not really viewing it through like oh we're so extravagant with like all of our money in the way that like the OC and Gossip Girl and 90210 does. Mm -hmm. It's like very like, this is real. It feels like nostalgia now, but like at the time it was very much what it was. And so I don't know. I feel like it's kind of an interesting thing because that way the conversations with the parents are real and it's not like Riverdale, which is like, where's this money from? <laughs> we need to fix the banking housing. Have what you are seen they an doing? Episode of it? What are they doing? The Construction. <laughs> anyway. My thoughts on that. <laughs> Any last my so-called life thoughts? I'm excited to watch more. Yeah, Jordan Catalano is. I don't. He's so blah to me. <coughs> he. They give. He. Does he have more? Yeah, his character. There's a movie, The Bachelorette, with Lizzie Kaplan and um, everybody, <laughs> and All the Adam cool Scott's kids. character. They compare him to Catalano. What's the other kid's name? The like nerd. Oh, Brian. What's his last name? Uh, but I never got that reference. They were like, he, he looks like him, but he treats you like Catalano. And I never got it. And now uh, I do. Now you do. Thoughts are connected. <laughs> <coughs> Want to go on over to Freaks and Geeks? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, I, I read watched it drunk last night, so <laughs> you might have to help me. <laughs> I read the script for Freaks and Geeks, which is a great script. And it like the way How much changed? Nothing, really. really. It's like pretty much as it is. But yeah, I didn't know if it was like an improv-y kind of show. It doesn't seem like it, but it's like no. I didn't think it was. Well, it wasn't. This isn't like Judd Apatow show. It's yeah. called Big Show. And but even he's a big improv guy, too. So Yeah, but they were like. Not at that time. You know. yeah. But um, the way it starts with like the football player and the cheerleader yeah. was very purposeful because he wanted to show like this isn't this show. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, this you is who you like, would normally do a show about. <coughs> and let's pan behind the bleachers. Mm -hmm. exactly. here's, our, here's our heroes. Our heroes <laughs> getting stoned underneath the bleachers. And it's just, it's really crazy because literally everyone in the show still has successful careers. It's yeah, it's weird. It's, yeah. Weird. it's shocking that, yeah. Yeah. All these child actors are now captains of industry. Yeah. <laughs> like it yeah. pans below the net worth of the, the yeah. characters yeah. on the show. Same. And it's just like young Seth Rogen, <laughs> young James Franco, young Jason Siegel, And it's Even just the like, younger kids. Yeah. Martin Starr. Yeah. John Sam Francis Levine. Daly. John like, Francis Daly probably has more money than any of them because <laughs> yeah. he's a writer. He's a writer too. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I did not know that. He writes a lot of like, he wrote like the vacation movie reboot. Yeah. And he did horrible bosses. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, and he, he acted in like one of those CBS shows, didn't he? Wasn't he's he like, yeah, it's like Fox. Whatevs. <laughs> yes. I, I do love how, so the kind of nerdy thing of, oh God, I don't know their names. I know Sam and then Sam Levine and Martin Starr. Bill. Bill. Yeah. And what's Sam Levine's name? I don't remember. That's uh, what I don't Neil. Neil. We can just call him Sam Levine and Martin Starr. I know. Um, they're all kind of like walking in the beginning. It kind of goes from the freaks and the bleachers and Linda Cardellini kind of like, you see her wanting to hang oh, out with him. Oh, they're freaks and they're geeks. Oh, come on. I just put that really? together. <laughs> Wait, I can't tell if you're joking or not. Oh my God. They're freaks and they're geeks. I never thought about it. I thought everyone was freaks and geeks all together. <laughs> I thought it was at all. 
Wow. You chose this episode. <laughs> I just never put that together. So, it's a little on the nose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyways. But I like how the kind of nerdy stuff they're talking about, they're like quoting Caddyshack and Bill Murray yeah, stuff. Yeah. And now that is like the coolest thing you can do. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, you like Bill Murray? What a nerd. And it's like, everyone loves fucking yeah. Bill Murray. Like, what are you about? <laughs> was that one of the lines like, everyone loves Bill Murray? I think that was one of the No, lines. that's just me. <laughs> it just pops in your head. You're like, yeah, yeah. everyone loves Bill Murray. But yeah. I think it's interesting that like the 80s nerdy stuff is now the cool, cool stuff. Yeah. <laughs> But, but it's thanks partly to people like like Paul Feeney right. and these people yeah. who made that they stuff. That, yeah. They like made it yeah. all cool. It felt so ahead of its time because it was literally ten years ahead of like its <laughs> time period. But um, it did, and I think that's a part of it too, where it's like it was. It knew that Bill Murray was cool before everyone else did, yeah. and like yeah. those kids are will outlast the other right. bullies and stuff. Yeah, I do love that the bully says that I've always wanted to beat up a girl and I'm like what? What? <laughs> Whose bucket list is that on? <laughs> Does he grow up to be the guy in my so-called life that yeah. he's actor? <laughs> yeah. And you have a great like save the cat moment with Lindsay kind of like coming in to like help her brother. And then stuff. her brother's like I can take care of myself. Yeah. It's like no you cannot. <laughs> you are like the smallest person <laughs> I've ever seen. I weigh 103 pounds. <laughs> they're all like the whole because the whole runner is that they're like kind of trying to get it up to fight this bully. And I'm like, you all are so tiny. You're just like the littlest nerds. Just go to class. (laughs) (laughs) And it's interesting, Cody, that you said that you felt the main plot line was with Sam and his friends because I felt like the main plot line was Lindsay's story. Yeah, that's weird. They're so strange because they're two very strong Yeah, um, the freaks and the geeks. Yeah, I I don't know if that's supposed to be ensemble. I don't think it's necessarily supposed to be AB. But I just mean... You know, I don't know if that's like because you're a guy, so you connected more with that story, and I'm a girl, so I connected. Or I mean, I don't know if that's it necessarily, but I just think that's kind of interesting. (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely more of an ensemble thing for sure. I noticed that when the kid, uh, when the main little kid, John Francis Daly, when he was running away after the bully scene, I literally have the same shoes that he was wearing. (laughs) (laughs) He was wearing the like blue uh, Adidas, and I was like, I have those shoes. (laughs) I thought it was really funny. (laughs) I was surprised at how. How even the uh, co-stars were like Ben Foster yeah, and the lady that he danced with, the girl he danced with. I can't remember her name, but I know her from stuff. Oh, yeah. She's like, they're all still. Yeah, Lizzie Kaplan. Lizzie yeah, Kaplan. Lizzie, I was yeah. like, they all like Lizzie struck lightning. Which one was she? She had a really small part. She was like making fun of Ben Foster. He oh, was like asking her to the dance. She had like a couple lines. Crazy. Yeah, That's I know. She comes back to. So weird. Like, how did they know? How did they know? I do love that uh, James Franco's character, Daniel and Jordan Catalano are like, almost the same person but like james franco speaks more yeah yeah he has a little bit more going on yeah more personality for sure also uh seth rogan only had like five lines but he was like a bad actor in this right i hated him he's talked about it he's kind of been like yeah like i definitely can see me getting better at acting on screen which is kind of a weird thing to but what i liked i was just listening to a podcast of him i think it was on the nerdist and he was talking about how he always wanted to be a writer. And so on this show, he was just like sitting in the writer's room and he was just kind of like the nerdy kid in the corner, just like absorbing it all. And then he became a writer on Undeclared. <laughs> and he's a much better actor on Undeclared. And then he's like better after that. Yeah, because he was not, I didn't like it. He's he, not was, he was not in, in the this. tone. Like you kept saying things and I was yeah. just like, no. That's yeah. Not. But Jason Sequel's great. Yeah. I yeah, think. you could really see who, like, I was actually really surprised at how charismatic Jason Siegel was yeah. mm-hmm. especially for a character whose whole thing is about being apathetic towards everything going on yeah and stoned all the time yeah and like my, one of my favorite moments is when you see his like 50 piece drum <laughs> yeah. kit and he's so stoked about it 
and he yeah. actually has like good advice for yeah. her. Yeah, actually, like, like yeah, because at first she's like, "Oh, thanks for nothing," and then it's <laughs> yeah. like, "Oh, yeah, it's true. I need yeah. you to find my thing or whatever." They dated for a very long time. Wait, in real life? Yeah. Oh, forgetting Sarah Marshall is based on Linda Cardellini. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> oh my god, I did not know that. Yeah, that's very. She exciting. was on what was she on after this? She was on Yar or something. Yeah, or something. Like she that. was like more famous Yar? than him. Yar. Yar. She's on Yar. Yeah, she was on Yar a lot later. Yeah, I do love these opening credits too. These are some of my favorite opening credits. Yeah, they still hold up. They're pretty modern. You're the worst. Kind of did a take of that. You're so right. Yeah, that is like the same feel. And there were a lot of similarities with this in my so-called life. They both had cafeteria scenes that were really important in my so-called life. Angel's coming in the cafeteria, and she's like, "It's so important where you sit." And in this one, you kind of have like Twinkie. (laughs) Yeah, you can see how like Mean Girls and stuff took a lot from both of these shows, you know, and all those like those types of like high schooly kind of things. Oh, I meant to say that Rayanne and Ricky are literally Janice and Damien in Mean Girls. I can see that. Like they're like pretty much the same vibe. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, But yeah, I think, and they also have the thing of Lindsay's trying to kind of be a part of this new group, and they like everyone's like concerned about her in the same way that Angela is. I was very confused. I was like, is she new at this school? Because everyone's acting like they've never met her. <laughs> They're like, oh hey, like we had class <laughs> together, right? It's like they've never talked. I think that's kind of true of high school, though. You kind of like don't really know people, and then if they hang out, she was like a mathlete the year before that's true I guess. hanging out with her friend Millie who is just like looks like she's just wet all the time <laughs> <laughs> I was also very confused at why they had a smoking patio for high schoolers it's the 80s. they could go smoke outside yeah I think you could do that back then yeah I guess. damn I guess sounds I don't know cool if you could but nobody was smoking though there's like playing fake drums <laughs> maybe they couldn't show it on TV right yeah maybe yeah do we maybe do we, if there's do we see anybody like smoking pot or anything? So. I don't think we do actually. I bet there's like I'm sure it was a very like. A I think there's cool. a rule because I think that '70s show had that too. You never actually see them smoking. Yeah. It's just like smoke. Yeah. So I think that might be a thing. And oh, <coughs> another runner in both of these shows is the old best friend, just like cock blocking them like, <laughs> moving forward. Yeah. She's like hanging out with them, and it's like cool, and no, her friend come comes back. in. Yeah. To try and get her to join the mathletes, like yeah, in Mean Girls. Like in mean I want to show about the girl who's like her friend left her and she was just alone and she's <laughs> trying to pull her back <laughs> and then she's just like alone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that happens a lot. They don't ever get the spotlight because they're so boring. I know <laughs> they're so. Milk they go toast. home and like have like dinner with their parents. They're like so excited about it. No, they just turn off when their friend's not there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think what I enjoyed most about this is that I watched um, uh, my so-called life first. So it was nice watching like a very like, uh, like very like actually like lighthearted show. Like <laughs> yeah. I was I was really juxtaposing the uh, dinner table scenes between the two yeah. shows. You're like, oh, this dad's a wacko. <laughs> yeah. And like I love that he's just talking about everything's coming back to pro- like probably the one tour that he did. That dad's not trying to fuck his daughter. Yeah, yeah. His dad's not yeah, trying to fuck definitely his daughter. not. No. He's not cool enough. No. <laughs> and I did love the dinner l- scenes were funny. Sam's like facial expressions yeah. were just the best. <laughs> the line about his like friends that keep dying and he's like, Dad, are any of your friends alive? <laughs> She died. (laughs) (laughs) And I love that all of these names I've mentioned on the podcast before, how whoever is the name of someone you went to prom or homecoming with, they just sound like fake names. But like they sound like fake high school names. And the show has so many of them. Cindy Sanders. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, come on. It's like NPR names. What's the name of the person you went to homecoming or prom with? Jessica Thompson. 
so fake. It's so fake. That's not <laughs> it's a, so fake. You looked at your hand when you said that. <laughs> yeah. You were like Jessica. <laughs> Jessica <laughs> Tom, Tom. Like George Glass. <laughs> Jessica, real woman. <laughs> <laughs> totally real. Yeah. Oh, in the dodgeball scene, can we talk about how the kid? <laughs> The like one of the kids like throwing. He looks thirty five years old. Yeah. <laughs> Why is he out there? Was he, are you talking about the guy that was in uh, uh, the the big dude? They talking about yeah. that guy? Yeah, I can't remember his name. Um, he's he in, been in. He, stuff. Was he in Varsity Blues? Yeah, he's yeah. in Varsity Blues. Yeah, he looks and like he was a, in not another teen movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, playing yeah. Exactly, literally same character. character. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like a man. <laughs> what is, how did he get in here? He's a grown adult <laughs> yeah. abusing yeah. children. <laughs> That's another thing that's the same as the last episode. (laughs) (laughs) And then you have, oh, the Lizzie Kaplan scene Mm -hmm. was right before that where Lindsay asks Eli to prom, which is nice. Or the dance. What is the dance? I don't know. There's just a dance. But I did when I was looking at the credits and it was like Ben Foster and I was like, what? What I was like, he's not even like a main cast member. It's crazy. That's crazy. And this is kind of continuing. We've been talking about, we've watched a few pilots for Teen History Month. And every pilot has a dance or a party yeah. in a teen show. It it's happens like it every to. time. <laughs> yeah. That's the only way to get like everyone together, yeah. not in a school like environment. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I do have to say at the end when they're all dancing to uh, come sail away with yeah. me or come sail. Yeah. 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 Come sail away. And you can just see Jason Siegel in the background like for a few seconds. And he's just like smiling. He looks so stoned. <laughs> and I don't even know if he was supposed to be there. He's just like, he's just like <laughs> it's amazing. He's just filling out the shot. They're yeah. like, all right, Jason. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're good. <laughs> and oh, Busy Phillips is in this. She's so great. She's great. She's she really good in this. That's, like, that's like her defining. Whenever she's in anything else, I'm always like, nah. nah. This was it. Yeah. Nah. She played a totally <laughs> different role in Dawson's Creek. Yes. And this is like, she's very much like the like stocky bully and her like dumping Lindsay's bag is like really sad. It's yeah. like this sad moment. And then they do a lot of like actually like sad moments yeah. in this show, which is interesting for <laughs> being so funny. Like right. yeah, yeah, when it's Eli all... falls off the bleachers, that was like so sad. Yeah. yeah. And it, I thought, I think Scott and I kind of had different takes on that scene of just like, I thought it was an interesting thing because she's trying to be nice, but she's yeah. kind of doing it in the wrong way yeah. she's like feeling good about it kind of thing. yeah and she's like trying to protect him but like he i don't know it was an interesting thing also he was getting there he was getting bullied by the kid from heavyweights yep <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who was great in this he, had yeah. a great, he plays such a nice asshole there's not a weak link in this whole there really even isn't. the side characters i mean like seth rogan isn't the best at acting but yeah. he does look the part yeah, very yeah. much so but yeah. there's always something about like watching a star doing something else even if they're yeah. like bad or like it's still like this is tom cruise when he's young yeah, yeah. you're like okay it's still is, there's something about it <laughs> like it's yeah. like you look at that scene where they're on the the smoking patio like this these three people have made billions of dollars <laughs> yeah it's like a company it's crazy yeah and they're really, it starts, I mean, I think like that first, guy, like James Franco hosted the Oscars. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's so weird. I mean, barely. <laughs> sort of. Yeah. I think it's interesting because the first real line from like our main characters is from James Franco and he's instantly so charismatic. And yeah. likable. Just in a like second, you're like, yes. Like immediately. Yeah, he has that James Dean thing because he played James Dean and so they're yeah. doing, you know what I mean? And it works so well. And yeah, I have heart next to Nick because mm. I really loved him. I before this was on Netflix, before Netflix was even a thing online, I had to illegally download all of these episodes in like 2006 so mm. I could watch them. Like over dial up or something. <laughs> it <laughs> took six weeks. Yeah. Yeah. 
and I had to like carefully not download any like viruses. Yeah, yeah. It was, I've like, been there. I've been there. <laughs> Have you guys all finished Freaks and Geeks? Have you guys? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, many times. My favorite moment is when Bill is watching uh, stand up from. Uh, uh, I can't remember the character. I can't remember. Uh, I don't know why. Carlin? Who was it? Well, I think it might have been Carl. I can't remember. Yeah. But there's a yeah. scene where he's watching it, and he's. It's uh, his him eating a eating his lunch that his mom left him, and he's having so much fun. I was like, yeah. that's yeah, one of like the best. He's like laughing. Best, yeah, yeah, like he's having such a great time. I was like, this is one of like the most beautifully edited yeah. shot scenes I've ever seen, like a sitcom. Yeah, Maybe it was Gary Shandling. Who yeah, was I think it was Gary Shandling. Yeah, yeah, I remember that scene. It was a great scene. Yeah. And what happened with Biff? Like with the mom? Oh, he starts dating. That's who that mom. Was. mom. Yeah. I was like, why do I know this guy? Yeah, it's Biff. Yeah. And he's like really good in that. Yeah. Oh, and the actor who plays the guidance counselor, Jeff Rosso. He's really, yeah. <laughs> He's really good. He has like mm-hmm. a lot of it's an interesting thing. And the thing I like about this show, too, even though it is a nostalgia show, it does the same thing that that 70s show does in the way where it's not beating you over the head with the fact that it's set in a different time period. Right. It's doing it very casually. It's like, it's not like, hey, did you hear that new song by Flock of Seagulls? <laughs> you have to like, wait till it's on the radio again. <laughs> <laughs> it's just very like, these are teenagers. And they had the one good joke, though, about that we have to, we're doing the dance to save up for a computer. It's pretty <laughs> yeah. funny. Hey, computer. Hey, computer. The school's computer. Yeah. That's a pretty good like period yeah, joke. Yeah, that is for sure. Yeah, I think it's actually more effective when they don't try to push it too hard, the time period thing. Yeah, it yeah. It just works. It works better. You can connect with it more, I think. Mm-hmm. Martin Starr was perfectly cast as Oh, my God. <laughs> he was great. I remember reading about the casting of that, and they were talking about <laughs> how they were like trying to bring in nerds, but it was all just like regular actors like putting on like a pocket protector, and then they got yeah. Martin Starr, and they're like, oh, this guy like is this person. He's like yeah. a perfect, you know what I mean? They yeah. didn't have to like act in the same way. They it said that same thing about Jason Siegel, how when he came into audition, they were like, because Jason Siegel played basketball in high school, but then he started doing pot and he was like, I'm good. And that's like <laughs> literally who he is. Yeah. <laughs> so when he walked in, they were like, oh, you are this person. Yeah. He like embodied it. Yeah. I also, there's a scene where they're in class and they're watching like an old thing on a projector and it says, is a career in the professions right for you? Yeah. And I'm like, what, what does that mean? So it's like a weird, like a mistranslation of like yeah. a Russian thing. It's yeah. like they retranslated yeah. like it back like, and it's like, what? That's how they activate you as a spy or something. Yeah. They're like, yes. they're like sitting there like, Bill gets activated. Yeah. <laughs> I'd watch that show. Yeah. That would be fun. You wouldn't suspect it. Yeah. Kid spy. <laughs> Spy kids. Oh. <laughs> kids spy. I think you should come pitch kids spy. Yeah. Kids spy. <laughs> With an exclamation point. Yeah. Between and kid and spy. I see. Oh, I see. <laughs> Lindsay running out of the dinner is very my so-called life. There's a scene where she's like, oh, yeah. You guys don't get me or something. Don't understand. Don't understand me. Oh, before that, though, when Sam's like, oh, they have a screening of... Monty Python and the Holy Grail, and everyone's like, "You fucking nerd!" Like, that is so cool. Like, I want to hang out with these people. Yeah, if they did the cemetery screening. You'd be so sold out. Sold out in a second. Um, and then you have the grandma story, which is like a really sad, like, yeah. interesting thing that explains her whole character. Which I wish they had had something in my so-called life, like a kind of impetus for her. And that change. Yeah, because yeah. the reason, I think, is just, like, she's going through puberty and she's, like, figuring out who she is. But in this, you really have, like, a defining thing of, like, after this happened, this yeah, is like why Yeah, like a nice clear-cut justification for why yeah. this character is acting yeah. this way. Which I liked in this. Have this this 22 episodes, too? I think it was like less. I think season? it was, like, 18 or 19. I think it's less than that. Really? It's, like, 13. I think it's 19. Let's see. Because I remember watch, I watched it all when I was in high school. 
yeah. on the DVD box says, but I can't remember uh, if it was like... Like two or three DVDs? Yeah, yeah. I can't remember what it actually was. Yeah. I will say, I remember my friend had just watched Freaks and the Geeks, <clears> and she like loved it, and then she saw Biff in an airport like right after yeah. and she like yelled out she's like I love you and was like talking to him and then he thought it was going to be about Back to the Future yeah. and then when he realized it was about Freaks and Geeks he was like so happy yeah. he was like oh my god someone saw something else that I did I'm not just Biff forever there, he, he's a stand up he does a lot of oh, stand up he? stuff he has a really funny song called Questions and it's about all the questions he gets asked for about Back to the Future <laughs> where he's like do you all hang out no. <laughs> it was 18 episodes, Boom. by the way. So you're right. This is a lot. It's, a lot. it's crazy thinking about like shows that get network runs of 22 episodes. Yeah. Like, I can't do more than 10 these days. <laughs> yeah. I kind of like that sometimes for half hours. Yeah. I think oh, for yeah, hour yeah. longs, having a full season is hard because you have so many filler episodes. Yeah. For sitcoms, you can get away with a filler episode because it can still be fun. Yeah. yeah. You know, but for hour longs, it's like. <clears throat> There was one not great episode of Riverdale this season. Yeah, it was, it was really so bad. filler. Is that an hour long? Yeah. But it only had 13 episodes, so. Scandal had a perfect season. <laughs> After a couple not so perfect seasons. Yeah, I still think there's good stuff yeah, throughout. That's how, how many seasons has Scandal done? It's going to be the seventh and final. That's crazy. Like, I feel like this show was just announced like last Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. It came out in 2009, I think. Yeah, it definitely went from like just more character stuff to now there's like terrorists like yeah. it, it had to keep building because of the like thursday night like twit tweet thing yeah gotta make it bigger, bigger. than last season exactly and it became in there to, to bring in some terrorism storylines <laughs> yeah. uh and so you have a fight scene towards the end which is just great them, fight like, scene jumping yeah. on each yeah. other just rolling around my favorite part about that was the guy that's like i just came here to watch it and then he got roped into it too i do love that the bully keeps threatening to like fight everyone and i'm like who Aren't you gonna fight? Yeah. He's like, you're dead. Yeah. You're, you're dead. dead. You're dead. And it's like, <laughs> also, what like saying you're dead to someone? Like, what, what, what's your end game? Like, are you really I guess gonna it's kill murder. them? Yeah. Like, are you gonna kill them? The most end game. Go <laughs> like, no, bash some nerds. Yeah. Uh, and then it's kind of at the same time. Sam is asking Cindy to the dance. Yeah, and. It's cute. It's like a cute. I like that they were both fighting their battles or whatever. Yeah, that's they're like true. that's why I think they cross cut it. Yeah, it's like they're both doing something hard. And there's something nice about how Sam's storyline seems really innocent, whereas Lindsay's seems very like fraught, and it's like yeah. she's dealing with yeah. this kind of intense stuff. And he's just like, I just like this girl, and my bully's picking on me, and she's like, Our grandma went to nothing. <laughs> he's like, Okay. Yeah. I think, Chill out. <laughs> I think thinking back to, to cutting back in between the fight and asking her to date is that I think Sam's character, Sam Living's character, has a line was like, "He pushed me in the face and I didn't, and it didn't hurt anymore." <laughs> it's like, yeah, like you, it's like the same thing. Like, oh, you got shot down. It's okay. Like you'll still make yeah. it through. And I loved, uh, I loved like the the post fight walk away was those three characters, and then Sam's got came up. He's like. Did you guys just get to a fight? It's like, yeah, we're all you're all like best little geeky friends. It's cute. It's cute. I did like that the girl didn't go to the dance with him. Yeah. It was nice yeah. that they didn't like make that such an easy thing. Right. Yeah. It was that was like, no. I do and then when he like nope. brings her out for the slow song and it immediately becomes like, <laughs> yeah. My favorite dancing was the the nerdy mathlete friend who was just doing like the hippie sway. Yeah. yeah. Just like with her eyes closed. Yeah. It's great. And oh, there was something else that I I liked. loved Lindsay's jacket. I wanted. Yeah. I wanted. That was a rad jacket. I knew you would. <laughs> it's a very character thing. Yeah. Yeah. She wears like the whole show. Yeah. I yeah. This this may be a dumb question, but do you guys remember when? Um, I, I was just noticing this for the cinematography is that 
for my so-called life, it was like four by three, but with uh, Freaks and Geeks, it was sixteen mm-hmm. by nine. Mm-hmm. Was that because we switched to sixteen by nine at that time period, or is that just I, a? No, that was earlier than that. Yeah. Like that's it was wasn't until the two thousands that we switched to sixteen by nine. So did they show that on TV? In, I think in they remastered or what's it's called remastering. Remastered. Oh, for Freaks okay. and Geeks, they like remastered it when they put it out on like new DVD. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. And I don't know. Sometimes they would do the black bars. Maybe I don't I know because I was watching. It's like oh, this is. Really cool that they shot like yeah, 16 by 9 in 1999. Because they didn't really have 16 by 9 in like HD and stuff then in 99 at so all. So they redid it because it, it, the camera captured it, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't yeah, catch that. Um, and I did want to say, because just because we were talking about how everyone from the show is famous, mm-hmm. that like continues throughout the season. It's like Rashida Jones comes in yeah. in like episode three. Rashida Jones is in this? Yeah. yeah. God, I gotta Jason Schwartzman like has a cameo yeah. in like episode seven. Really? She, Rashida Jones plays like uh, Busy she's, Phillips' like nemesis. Yeah. Oh. She's yeah. kind of a bully too, right? Yeah. yeah. That's, so God, that's crazy. Weird. It's I, like, just like everyone is like. How do you tap that much like comedic potential? It really is. I think Paul Feig and John Apatow just like They're are good at that. And also, yeah. Scott was saying they like nurture it too. Like yeah. Seth Rogen wouldn't have a career if it wasn't for a John lot of Apatow. These guys, you yeah. know. And I think also their casting director because they have that casting. Apatow has that casting director that has found like all these people, Jonah Hill, and all these people. And I think it's probably her that like she was is able. It to Allison find. Jones. It's always Allison Jones. It's gotta be. She Maybe. does everything. She does everything. Like I don't know how. I think she's like she 105 years old. She did a bunch of stuff. She did we'll, be and like, we'll be like watching a movie from 1975, yeah, and it's like casting by Allison Jones. It's like what the fuck? How old is she? Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, she could seriously like be able to find this type of talent and like naturalism. I think that is partly like they were like we're looking for natural, and so then she went yeah. for it. Yeah, it feels real. It doesn't feel yeah. like people actually like freaks yeah. and yeah. yeah, I honestly think, and she's great, but I think Linda Cardellini is the most like acty out of everybody for me. She's a very like more of like a serious. I think she's older. She's like in her twenties. I'm pretty sure in this. And so and this, really, I'm pretty sure. Okay. And so I think she's, she's maybe more like bad a, by any means. She's, she's like, like a person by the character, <laughs> yeah, right? But yeah. also, she you know she's doing the most. You can tell yeah. she got directed, like it felt yeah, like or something. Watching um, James Franco and. Um, uh, uh, the tall, linky guy. Jason Segel. Yeah, watching those, like, those interacts. Like, oh, this seems like almost like an improv scene. Where, like, yeah. I mean, yeah. obviously it's scripted, but they, they're it's very, very loose. loose. Yeah. yeah. It feels Whereas, like a documentary. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it suits her character because she is trying to kind of like be a different person, sort right. of. She is trying. Yeah. But I think there's something about, and maybe that's the reason why she hasn't really like done any other Apatow stuff. Right. But her style feels a, little, feels a little different than everybody else. Yeah, I can't see her in like, um, this is 40 or something. Right. Like, yeah. you know, it would just be... She doesn't really get like funny lines in this either. She doesn't right. really have... She's definitely this, like the audience. Yeah. She's kind of coming into this and seeing this world, which is interesting compared to My So-Called Life. This is much more of an ensemble than My So-Called Life is, obviously. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of this is kind of like you're seeing a lot from Lindsay's perspective and you have that scene where she's talking about what happened with her grandmother. But in My So-Called Life, you are so much in Angela's head. Oh, yeah. And like knowing what she's going through. Yeah, Yeah. literally. Like every second. Whereas with Lindsay, you don't really know where her head's at until almost the end. Right. You know, which is kind of interesting. And I think they didn't know they were going to get a second episode or any other episodes, which is why she takes the jacket off at the end. Because it's supposed to kind of be like, you know, she's better now. Yeah, yeah. But then the next episode, it's back on. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. Any other of my Freaks and Geeks thoughts? Other than finding out that they are freaks and they are geeks. I would have loved to have seen like a second season. Yeah. I would still love it. Undeclared is kind of like the spiritual successor oh, yeah. to Freaks and Geeks because yeah, yeah. you still have Seth Rogen and then Jay Baruchel and Jason Segel and all of them. But yeah, yeah. 
So, OTP. Cody, do you know what an OTP is? I do know. Hello. Do you only know it because of listening to this? Yes. <laughs> yeah. That is exclusively the only reason I know what OTP I is. I swear Scott still thinks we made it up. <laughs> yeah, you guys heard that. Um, okay. So, I think my OTP for my so called life. Oof. It's hard not to say Angela and Jordan Catalano just because I've seen the whole show. But <coughs> I think actually Ryan and Ricky, I really like the two of them. And oh, do they have like a thing? No, just as friends. Oh. And that sad moment when Ryan's like, oh, he'll be fine. And he's like, yeah, I'll be fine. Yeah, I'll be fine. And he just like moon like, walks mm. away. Maybe they're not my OTP. <laughs> 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 some shitty. I don't know. Oh, Angela's dad and Angela. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Gross. <laughs> He had the most chemistry. <laughs> I bet he would say you're too beautiful to look at and put a bag over yeah. your face. Because <laughs> he didn't want to see your face. Do I go now? Oh, right. For me, it's going to be uh, that guy from the lighting union when there's lighting rig at the party. <laughs> yeah. Like, he was really, like, he, he got his own shot. Like, he got his own, like, single ISO. Yeah. And he was working it. Like, that, like, I, I woke up thinking about that guy this morning. <laughs> It's so bizarre. He was like is the he, Mad Max flamethrower yeah, yeah. guy. <laughs> like, is, he is so out of place in this movie. Is he your kidding. MVP? Oh, I think the MVP might be the cop. Uh, oh, okay. He's just like, I don't have time for this nonsense. <laughs> I never read the book. Yeah. <laughs> My OCB is like Jordan Catalano and like spaciness. Just like <laughs> he's, he, he really worked it well. He's just like, what? Like he, he seemed dumb. Yeah. He was so down. It doesn't feel like a Friday. It's not, <laughs> it's not Friday because yesterday was Wednesday. Like, she He's becomes like, dumb talking to him. Like, and he goes, Are you sure? And it's like, Yeah, I'm pretty fucking sure. I'm pretty sure I know what day it is. Uh, I'm going to pick Jordan Catalano and every girl who seemed to see this show because <laughs> it seemed to form many, many writers afterwards. There's a lot. It's true. I mean, I loved Nick in Freaks and Geeks more than Jordan Catalano, but I did love Jordan Catalano. You can't not say his full name. I can't. I know. Not yeah, say you got to. Jordan Catalano. Like when they first said that, I was like, "That name is insane." Yeah, it's the perfect name. Yeah, Jordan Catalano. Uh, what were you saying that they? Oh, in the Mindy Project, his name is Danny Castellano. They clearly like. <laughs> they clearly <laughs> stole it. That's yeah. true because he is kind of like the angry like yeah. one. Uh, for Freaks and Geeks, my OTP is Nick and Lindsay. I just genuinely. Did they date on the show? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. She's not into it. I think me for Freaks and Geeks, it's uh, Sam, Bill, and Neil. Like, yeah. I love their They're friendship so, so much. Awesome. They, they work great. together so well. They are great. I like want to play Settlers of Catan with them. <laughs> <laughs> they do have a Dungeons and Dragons episode. Yeah. Yeah, I'll do the same as you. I think they're yeah. just really cute. They're so and their height difference. I love height so differences great. on TV. So great. I'm going to go with all the Apatow pairings that came out of it, like the Seth Rogans <laughs> and the James Francos all together, everybody. Yeah. I take it back, you know, Jed Apatow might be the MVP for this. <laughs> yeah, that's this true. Story. Jesus. Uh, my MVP for my so-called life, it might be Rayanne. I really... She's sh- good. She's really good. And she's just like, she feels very much like this character. I like, I like believe everything. She plays great drunk. acting. I don't know if that's her. It's like no, actually know, that's acting. What I mean. She's that's good. what I mean. She's great at acting and she's like great at acting drunk. And yeah. she's yeah. like, you know. I'm going to go with Ricky when he said he was waiting for his life to start because that's how I felt all through high school. I was like, uh-huh. I'm just playing late. No. <clears throat> when does he say that? 
I don't know. It was like a transition oh, moment. Okay. Okay. But that really resonated yeah. with me. I was like, oh, yeah. I like that. I haven't felt that way in a long time, which is nice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go with the mom and the mom's haircut. That was MTV. <laughs> that's how you know she's the mom because mm-hmm. then that's how you do it. You get yeah. the mom haircut and then you're like, oh, so that's how you. That's actually how babies are made is that you get the mom <laughs> haircut and then babies come out. I do love when she's so mad about the cheese. <laughs> she ate and my cheese. cheese. Oh, my and cheese. it wasn't even that. It wasn't like a big thing. It was like a little thing of cheese. <laughs> Like, oh, I can eat that much cheese. Like, no big deal. like, there's food and drinks. Like, what do you yeah. expect them to do? Oh, I got cheese. <laughs> you have to eat it. And for Freaks and Geeks, I think my MVP... Did you say... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah the cop. Uh, for Freaks and Geeks, my MVP... I might be Neil and just all his impressions. He's like <laughs> terrible Kirk. And he actually did a pretty good Caddyshack impression. What does he do now? What's that? Sam he does everything. He's he's on like Douglas movies a bunch. He does the podcast with uh, Kevin oh, Pollock. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, he's like his and little. He's like he always pops up and stuff. He was on. Does um, he act anymore? He was on Selfie. Oh, and he was like, like one of the office workers. He's kind of just like. I'm sure he writes some stuff. Yeah. He seems type. I don't. I actually don't know if he writes. <coughs> really? But he's always popping up and stuff. Yeah, we're just cashing nice checks. Yeah, <laughs> you know, get those nice residuals. My MVP is John Francis Daly's Adidas shoes that I have. <laughs> your shoes are your MVP. Yeah. They're so 80s. Yeah. They just brought them back. Adidas is killing it right now with their shoes. Yeah. I think with... Did you already say your MVP for Fixing Geeks? Yeah. Uh, Judd Apatow. Right. Like, Judd Apatow. Casting some good talent. Yeah. Tapping some good talent. Yeah. That's true. Phenomenal crazy. talent. Yeah. It is crazy. And I think... I mean, we both... With the trope of like uncool teenagers... We both kind of just went for something that I think these episodes paired really well together. Yeah, yeah that's great. Really well together. Mm-hmm. Like wine and cheese Jeez. that ran steals. Yeah. <laughs> it's like two sides of the same coin. They're like overdramatic versus like the fun yeah. teen shows. You I know? still think <clears throat> that Freaks and Geeks had some overdramatic things. Like Lindsay's kind of yeah. stuff was sometimes overdramatic. And, yeah. But it was paired with like funnier things. Yeah. So it worked. Whereas, I don't know, it's interesting watching these both as adults because mm-hmm. freaks and geeks you can connect with it a bit more I as an definitely adult do. but because i watched my so-called life as a teenager i connect with it f- from remembering yeah. you know yeah like i've never been angry at her character than like that but you want to keep watching yeah i want to see i actually want to see her just like to get destroyed <laughs> <laughs> i want to see her like fall, like spin into craziness you homeland you're think, a bully you're i think gonna, she literally dead. loses her mind and then she becomes the girl in homeland, homeland yeah. and just like <laughs> ugly cries all the time she is the master of the ugly cry. You see it. It's crazy. A couple times in this. She like all, and she's so pale. Like honestly, yeah. there's a dinner scene when they go back at her, and I thought they were doing like an effect. I was like, are they doing? I so- felt that way about Neil. Sam Levine was so white. Yeah, yeah. yeah the three nerds were just like crazy <laughs> white. So, Cody. Oh yes. Do you feel like you have a winner? You lean in more towards one or the other? Ah, freaks and geeks. Like I was, I was genuinely surprised uh, how much um, and how good um, my so-called life was as far as like ninety-five, like really interesting shot design, like some actually well-acted characters. Like Claire Danes was killing it. But like as far as a show that like I had fun watching, and it's like, oh man, I would love to live in this world. Was freaks and geeks. Like it seems yeah, like it's, that. That they created such a fun show. Yeah, for sure. I forgot that I picked Freaks and Geeks because I liked my so-called life so much. I was like, God damn it. Oh, I, I liked mine. Freaks and Geeks so much, too. I forgot. So when he said that, I was like, damn it, I lost. Oh, no, I won. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it is interesting. I think they both do a good job of, like, showing what it's like to not be 
the popular kids yes. in high school, which I think is why a lot of people related to it because they didn't really have that. I mean, before it was all like yeah. Melrose Place and 90210 yeah. and the richest, like I most do beautiful people. love that all of the people in Freaks and Geeks grew up to be like big people in the entertainment industry because that is like the truth That's of the uncool goal. teenager. Yeah, they yeah. always grow up to like <laughs> yeah. move to LA and like... Or like even just be successful in general, like right. invent something amazing. Or, they didn't peak in high school. Like yeah. no, anyone that peaks in high school is like, you know, working for like their dad and like... yeah. I mean, Rayanne is British royalty now. That's crazy. <laughs> Pretty cool. So, Cody, thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for inviting me. Watching these uncool teens with us wrapping up Teen History Month. Yeah. Sorry to see you go. Teen sorry. History Month. Yeah, sorry. But. I'm always, I'll always be here. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have anything you want to plug? Anything you're working oh, on? Oh, uh, yeah. I produce a, a thousand podcasts, but check out the second team, a former guest, Kyle Drew. He comes on that show every now and then. Oh, cool. Uh, and check out UCB Sports and Leisure. I write and produce for that with Matt Walsh and uh, Scott Armstrong. Uh, and then that, I guess that's it. Oh, check out Bing Bong Industries. I direct shit for them. Oh, you can curse. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why Fuck I asked yeah. at the very end. I haven't <laughs> cut like 20 episodes of this. Yeah, that's it. That's all I got going on plug wise. Awesome. Uh, you can follow us at A New Trope on Twitter and Instagram. And, you know, subscribe to our podcast and review. You can even review just with just like. Like a one word review. Like yeah. Trump's tweet the other day that said we. Yeah. Just do that. <laughs> just do that. It's perfect. He it <laughs> said we. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah that's perfect, <laughs> the perfect I couldn't get through a podcast episode without this <laughs> <laughs> it's never gonna happen yeah and I'm at Asha Michelle on Twitter at Avery Williams Scott how can they find you well um after seeing that episode of my so-called life I'm gonna be running that scam that they're doing at the beginning where they're weird begging for money <laughs> in front of a phone booth and so you can see if you want to I'll be in England yeah. I'll be begging in some weird I still don't understand that scam but yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna figure it out from the inside so I'm gonna do that I was very confused I was like oh is her mom in a coma like I, I didn't know what was happening <laughs> laughing about your mom in a coma yeah, I'm, I was I'm like, writing down notes this is how I get yeah yeah, yeah. And yeah, thanks again, Cody, for being yeah, here. And tune in next time for a new trope. <laughs>